Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Welcome. You are tuned into Monuments to Me, brought to you by Revolt. This podcast is a space for honest and relevant conversations meant to recharge Black women and inspire you on your journey. We're your hosts, Akila Friend and Ty McRae, and each week we'll be addressing a range of topics from self-care, entrepreneurship, to politics and relationships. Join us as we explore the ups and downs and bask in the joys of Black womanhood. Hey, y'all, you're tuning into another episode of Monuments to Me brought to you by Revolt. Today, I'm here with two beautiful ladies from Cocktails Dirty Discussions. We're doing a little podcast collab. We feel like this is the second time we've done this, but first time with two guests from the same podcast. So, I mean... Welcome. Hey, everybody. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for joining again. Monuments to me for black women, about black women, people who love black women. This uh-huh. is a safe space, protected space. And today we're going to get into all things sex, relationships, dating, and pleasure. And so when we thought about that, we thought about y'all. Oh, <laughs> I love and I hope it. that was a good Yeah, <laughs> I a love good it. Vibe. Exactly. So this conversation is going to be focused on the art of dating for fun and for pleasure because mm-hmm. at least for me and perhaps there's a lot of folks that can relate, I'm typically dating with purpose, right? Or for that purpose. So what's the next goal? What's the end goal? Pleasure is that bare minimum. It should happen regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's another level of dating where it's like, no, pleasure is the bare minimum and all we need, really. Like, mm-hmm. we're just outside and having a good time. And I want to do more of that, personally. So, okay. so do you guys fall within that level? Am I safe to make that assumption with dating? I mean, or with dating, I like... I do like pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's mandatory. Right. And sometimes I realize I don't really want to take anybody too serious. Mm-hmm. So, or the people that I'm meeting, I don't want to take them serious. So I do like to date for pleasure, but I also want to date not so much with purpose, but yeah. somebody that I do have a better connection with than just sex. Right. Me as a, as a serial dater. That's literally in my Instagram bio, serial dater. <laughs> Love it. I kind of, I'm, I'm in between the two. Like I like to date, for fun and have a good time definitely want to be pleased and I want to please whoever I'm pleasing but I I'm starting to realize that my dating style is very relationshipy so while we're having fun we maybe like take things to other it's a very tricky and it can get toxic behavior but I am a relationshipy type of dater we're not in a relationship but I want it to feel like we are. I love that you said that, though, because I feel like people give situationships such a bad rep. And mm-hmm, sometimes right. that's exactly where I want to be. I, yeah, want exactly. I want the relationship vibes, but I don't want to fully claim you. It's right. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> and guys, sometimes when you tell them that, I was having a conversation with somebody about this recently. And I was like, I don't want a relationship with right. you. And that's where I'm at with it. My mind is not going to change. Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me you're giving me 100% effort to prove to me that that's what I want. Well, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. So we have to stop all things like we we can't sleep together we can't do any of these things because i'm not happy because you're getting on my nerves Mm -hmm. asking me questions relationship questions that's unnecessary and it's very important that people communicate that and a lot of times i feel like if you're in your early 20s you might not want to try this because somebody gonna get their feelings hurt yes there was a guy speaking to what kiki was just saying there was a guy that i was dating and he said from the jump he really wasn't wanting a girlfriend he was a a shoddy like i'm just out here having fun and and we had a really good time together i crossed the boundaries and started being like i really like you like i want and he was so clear and concise we were at dinner and he said, yeah, I'm not going to be hitting you up no more because that's it. it. And that was it. And at first my feelings were hurt, but when I was talking to my sister, but I was like, I actually really appreciate him for Mm -hmm. doing that and not him just listening to me tell 
him that I really started liking him mm-hmm. and I was starting to cross the boundaries that he had set he said we gotta stop because now once you cross it you can't undo it that's true, I really yeah. like you now that's I wanna true. be with you and he was like and it's the end and that's it and that's thanks it thanks for telling me your story mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. left. okay we jumped right into it y'all but give the folks an intro who the hell are you <laughs> just say um, a little bit more about you all individually and what you are doing mm-hmm. so we are the host of Cocktail Sturdy Discussions we have a comedy podcast where we talk about sex and dating and our experiences and sometimes we have guests who share and then i do this podcasting and then i also wrote a cookbook and i'm working on another one it is available for purchase and then we do live shows and we travel absolutely i am medina monroe the other half of cocktails Mm -hmm. i do this i love sitting here and talking about dating and sex Mm -hmm. love it i also uh, work with a travel company we do two out of the country trips a year and it has literally changed my life i love it i also am a voice actress and that's me. Oh, yeah. You guys are going to Africa this yeah, year, Yeah, we're right? going to South Africa. The, Africa. the travel group that I travel with is called ParadiseAndVibe.com. Okay. By the time this comes out, it might be sold out. But if you guys are uh, interested, go to ParadiseAndVibe.com and come with me to South Africa. Dope. Mm. All right, y'all. Well, let's explore what it looks like to kind of own your sexual liberation. And, you know, because one thing that I really appreciate about your podcast and other podcasts that are out there, first of all, I love that you describe it as a comedic podcast. Because, yeah, because that's what it yeah. is. And I think sometimes people think that it's just just a relationship show and they're thinking that we're having these eloquent discussions and that's not it immediately no we're really just (laughs) laughing at our experiences sometimes you can't take everything so serious Mm -hmm. look at the things that happen in your life make a joke about it and move on Mm -hmm. yeah i love that okay so how did you get to that place or were you guys both already when you think about sex when you think about dating think about it laugh about it move on how can you get so Um, open about those experiences I think we've always been open about the experience, not necessarily laughing about it. (laughs) Some tears be had. Even some of the stories we've shared on the show, when it was actually happening in life, I'm not sure it was funny. It wasn't funny. And then it's like, at some point you get over it, whatever happened, and then you can laugh about it. Because sometimes when stuff happens, it's like, I can see how this could be a funny story, but I don't want to talk about it Mm -hmm. because it's still, the wound is fresh Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be crying, not laughing. Mm -hmm. So, you know. I I think what got me to the point of being comfortable talking about it I'm comfortable with Kiki talking about it first of all because right. we've known each other since high school oh, mm-hmm. wow. yeah okay. so it's us sitting down in front of a mic sometimes we overshare because it's like yeah, we just talk <laughs> but to really think answer the question and think about when I got comfortable even speaking to men like this without a microphone I think that so often women little girls are brought up being like you're gonna get married and you're gonna have this happy ending very Mm -hmm. disney like and when i lived a little life and realized that's not how it is really going for me for you those of you that it's going for cool but that really isn't my story and so like a lot of people that i know they're in unhappy relationships Mm -hmm. i don't want that i want the person that i'm laying down with whether it's serious or not i want you to know who i am and this is Cocktails isn't just all that I am, but a lot of that personality that people hear and a lot of the crazy things that I say, I'm like that in real life. And I'm just, I don't want to hide that. I want the person that's with me to really love me for who I am. It's hard to be fake. That's it. It really is. Especially about something that brings you pleasure. Like, I don't want you to feel like I've never been with anybody else. I haven't. Right. I've been with a few people. (laughs) And I like trying different things sexually. And you have to be okay with that. If you're not, it's not going to work. Now, I'm not really into any kinks and stuff. I met a guy recently. And he sent me a video of all of his sex toys that he had. And he had like a ball gag, a paddle, a leash. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you left me a ball gag. I was like, all right. I mean, I know you probably went to my Instagram. You see cocktails. I don't do that. I can talk about it. I know about it. And there's nothing against anybody who's into it. But that's not my personal thing but thank you for sharing this is a no <laughs> i um i recently met a guy and we were having a conversation just getting to know each other we started talking about sex mm-hmm. and uh this is something i would normally lie about years ago but not now he we were talking about one night stands mm-hmm. and i asked him like have you had a lot he was like i really haven't had a lot of one night stands but you know i've maybe had like a few and he was like have you, have you right? had a lot of one night stands and i was like <laughs> normally as a woman you don't want people to be thinking you out here sleeping around but i was like i'm not gonna say a lot but i've had maybe more than other people Right. <laughs> and he and he, we were on FaceTime and he gave me this very judgy look and I said that look right there I was like that's not fair yeah. I was like 
you we've talked about you know how many people we've slept with some of the nasty things we've mm-hmm. done and for men it's just acceptable that's it and I a lot of the times women be lying mm-hmm. and now you wondering why sis ain't happy with you it's cause she lied that's I'm it. not about to play that lying game why I, are you even asking how many people you slept with cause right. I'm kinda like you're Grow opening <laughs> you're so opening doors like at this point and I think I actually segued into that I was like are you comfortable talking about it but the one night stand thing I was like I have definitely like had a few and I'm not I'm not ashamed of it I have a really fun life right (laughs) (laughs) how did okay so how you guys were always liberated or somewhat liberated right Mm -hmm. you kind of grew into it loved the stories just sharing your life experiences Mm -hmm. but when you thought about sitting down I'm gonna do a podcast why did cocktails and the the topics of cocktails come to mind and say this is it this is what we're gonna do so I started it because I was finding that when I was sharing these stories with different people they were judging me just like what she was saying Mm -hmm. she experienced with the guy on the phone they were being judgy and I was like you know this is a creative way to put some content out there I I heard about podcasts I wanted to start one so then I was like well what would I talk about I like drinking and I like sex that's how I came up with that and then it was also like if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's. I know it's not just me that feels like this. And sometimes I feel very alone in certain friend groups when it comes to talking about sex. And it's like, you guys have sticks up your butts and I don't know why. And it's okay to enjoy sex. It doesn't make you a dirty girl. Right? You know, it's nothing, it's nothing wrong with that. So then I was like, okay, well... I'm going to put it out there. We'll see how it goes. And then if it doesn't go well, I can always stop and start something else Mm -hmm. because you just never know. And then I also want other people to realize it's okay and there's somebody else out there like you and it's me. The show is just so relatable. It is. It it always makes me feel like we're doing the right thing Mm -hmm. when people send letters or DMs like, you guys don't understand how much you've helped my sex life. Mm -hmm. Even the gentleman outside that was like, I have my wife is listening and it helps people know that like if you want to do nasty things in the bedroom like he said you're not a nasty girl people there are sometimes sex can get real boring you gotta spice it up Mm -hmm. yeah and i hate that people do like judge people when they're being honest about what they actually like but the more you do it it's normalized so then people can have at state farm we're committed to uplifting black futures in collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Better, happier. And the more you do it, the more that what you want comes to you. I don't really deal with a lot of boring sexual partners Mm -hmm. anymore because that's not what I'm putting out there. You already know if you're coming up in this room, you better better be ready, baby. (laughs) I feel like there's like a threshold, and maybe it's in my mind, within black women or women overall, where it's like, having too little sex or no sex, prude, but too much, whore. Mm -hmm. What is that? prime number if you had to put like a a number when it comes to sexual experiences that you should have or like amount that you should have that would still make you respectable in society I don't know. I don't know if that really exists because like the yeah. whole like, are you still going to be respectable right. because you're behaving like us? It's yeah. like, I'm still... Res- it's still a, a thing about body counts mm-hmm. and numbers, which I hate mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. None of it matters. Are you being safe and are you having a good time? That's, That's what really matters. Because you can have sex with one person, right? Mm-hmm. For a long time. Only be with that person and that person could be with a whole bunch of other people give you something you could pass it on to somebody else because you're thinking I've been with this person but you've only had sex with one person there could be somebody else who's had sex with 50 men Mm -hmm. and never had a thing or they got it they they didn't pass it on you know it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because I just think people get stuck on numbers too much that's it you're right about that like what happens when okay you guys came out with the podcast did you immediately tell friends and family what was that moment when you felt okay and what were some of those reactions like give me some of the stories that y'all have heard (laughs) there were times when the show wasn't really that popular where I would would talk about it Mm -hmm. and then I kind of stopped because since the show people don't want to support you until something's making money or it's popular Mm -hmm. and so when I first would tell people about it they'd be like 
why are you doing like what are y'all doing like it's like audio porn and i was yeah. like no it's really it's then not. i kind of stopped talking about it like i felt kind of <laughs> shunned but like uh-huh. the more that where the show is now i am not embarrassed to talk about it but there are times when i'm like Okay, now people are at the family reunion pulling me aside asking me for sex tips. But y'all was the same people talking about what is Medina doing with her life? That's crazy to me. But now I'm comfortable with it. You can't tell me nothing. And we don't have no choice but to be comfortable because it's it's in a lot of places. We We have viral moments. Yeah. And for me, it was just like, I'm always going to have to promote it. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to have to talk about it. People are going to have their reactions. But I told my friends and family immediately because Mm -hmm. I needed their support. And it's like I need people to listen. And the only way that they're going to know about it is by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Social media, sure. But I have to if I can't get the people around me to listen, then how am I going to get anybody else to listen? You know, but the other thing is I tell some people don't listen, like family don't listen. And some of them sneak and do it. Like my grandma was just saying she wants to come to the live show. (laughs) And I was like, absolutely not. My grandfather has asked me to put my radio show on his phone. And I'm like, no, right. no, 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 no. So it's off limits in that sense. But I do let them know that this is what I do. We do talk about sex and dating. Right. That's why I don't want you to listen. Mm-hmm. And it's just best that way. What are some of like the biggest things? And, I, you know, obviously this is for black women, but I feel like women overall can benefit from this. Right. So what are some of the biggest misconceptions that you think when it comes to sex, particularly sex from a female perspective? That we don't want to have sex that much. Mm. Also that, like, we don't be cheating. And I had to tell somebody the other day, I was like, this is why women get away with it so often. Because you think that since we've been taught to behave a certain way, that we're really out here behaving that way. And whether you talk about it as freely and openly as we do, Please believe that same woman that could be judging you for what you're doing, she's doing something behind closed doors, so you're just not talking about okay. it. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like... Well, why do you think women cheat, though, if you had to say? See, I think it's... I was having this conversation the other day. I don't really think there's, like, a different reason that men and women cheat. And again, that's why I think women get away with it. Everyone's always like, well, if, you, if a woman cheats, well, it's because she has just been fed up and she's yeah. like... No, yeah. sometimes I... I, I saw somebody. It just happened. <laughs> you want something he, different? Yeah, it just felt he that's was it. fine. I wanted to test it out. It, it just happened. Right. Like sometimes we have some of those dumb excuses mm-hmm. that men have too, mm-hmm. and we're just—I don't know—our packaging is different, so they can't believe that we would behave that way. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of unlearning that I personally have been doing with myself when it comes to relationships and just being a woman. And knowing that it's okay that some of the things that I want, it seems kind of mannish, but yeah. I want it. Yeah. Men tell me all the time I'm a man (laughs) Uh, when it comes to how I handle them and everything. And I'm like, okay, but you are too. You would handle me like this. I'm just being honest. And this is who I am. If you don't like it, you don't like how I want to move, move on. That's swag to me. That's not even mannish. I feel like that's like, that's swag and confidence. And then it's like (laughs) with my pleasure relationship, (laughs) I can really just not care about that person. Like, I don't care about you. I'm not bothered about anything. We can even talk about your other sexual experiences or other stuff you're doing, women you're dating. I don't care. See, all that I just want to have sex. (laughs) I want to know. It depends for me. Like like I said, I get a little relationship. I don't mind if that's a person I don't care about. No, if somebody I do kind of like, I don't want to hear about it. How do you determine that you like someone, though, or that you want to take it beyond pleasure? My body tells me. And lately, I've been doing a lot of listening to my body and like the feelings that I get around people that I'm romantically interested in or even just friends like I don't know if y'all have ever noticed like maybe sometimes you're around somebody and you're tense yeah Uh or maybe your heart starts beating or maybe you start sweating and not that one is better than the other they're good or bad you have to listen to your own body but I've been paying attention to how what my body's doing when I'm around a man okay if it is telling me go for it (laughs) I'm going because it really hasn't led me wrong the butterflies the the sweat droplets Mm -hmm. the the tensing it, it hasn't led me wrong for me, it's like, am I actually interested in anything you have to say? Okay. Um, so more because, like intellectually similar. Yeah, so mm. it's like, oh, I can actually talk to this right. person. They have something to say. I like that. I like that they have a plan. I like that they have a vision for their life mm. and that they check off all those qualities. When you don't check those off, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's one man that I have ha- had sex with. Great sex. And I thought I liked him at one point. And then I realized I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I just like having sex with him. Because as mm-hmm. I'm listening to him talk, I think he's corny. But doesn't that make the lame. sex worse? Like, no. for me, I'm like, It's too I good can't. to be worse. It's too good. And he is beautiful. <laughs> Woo! 
See, that, that's just me having sex with earplugs. <laughs> we can talk during sex, and then afterwards, it's like we have a little chit chat. It's like, all right, well, see you next time. Bye. What you about to do? Right. <laughs> yeah, they feel like that sometimes. I love that. But do you feel like I don't know? Do you ramp up your sex life or sex game with a set person, or right out the gate, like this is what I'm coming with? It depends for me. I recently had met a guy and the, I didn't know, this was that night we went to Gold Room and mm-hmm. and him and I had left and I, we went to Waffle House and we was going to just, I was going to go back home. He was like, well, do you want to come back to the hotel with me? I was like, okay. And in my mind, I was like, I'm not about to do nothing. I'm, right. I'm on my period. Like that's, that's my saving grace for now. I'm really not going <laughs> to do it. We get in that room and the chemistry was so intense that some things happened <laughs> the very first night and I woke up in the morning and I could tell like he was facing me and I was facing the other way like the window so I couldn't see his face but we're both like I knew we were both like that was nasty like what <laughs> First day we flow, just not even like first day flow. Oh, he was outside. First day <laughs> anal. It was a lot. And so with me, oh, I kind of go based off of like, are you cool with it? Right. If you cool with it, I'm cool with it. If okay. you're not, I kind of tone it down. Mm-hmm. 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 I feel that. Same with yeah, you. Yeah, same with me. I think that I can be a bit much for some people. <laughs> So I will tone it down, but then I'm probably not going to like having sex with them as much right. if I can't just do whatever I want to do. Yes. Yeah. It's, again, it's like the liberation for me, like for mm-hmm. women who want to get there, mm-hmm. right? Or they feel like they're there, but then they talk to other women and they're like, mm, actually, I'm not there. So how, <laughs> how do you, how you, like, you, you thought you was nasty. I thought, I thought it was nasty. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> how do you get to that place? Like, you know, if you want to be a little more outside, is it just go for it? But, wait, what's the tip? I think you have to ask yeah. every person who's feeling that way has to ask themselves what are you afraid of like are you afraid of the judgment from other people are you afraid of rejection what is it and you have to get over that another Mm -hmm. thing just to like give men a little shout out I feel like it's not fair to put all of the weight on them and so often women do that you're like well he didn't do this put all the responsibility of sex being good on the man it's not fair to do that we both need to be doing yeah if if that was done for me I wouldn't there are some things I'm not comfortable initiating but I'm okay if you initiate it and men feel that same Mm -hmm. way they might want to try anal or try a little yeah. spit play but they're not sure how you feel about it so I have learned as I get older like don't put all the responsibility on him okay. like take some of it off his way he wants to feel good too he wants to learn something new as well is it that yeah. simple as like showing the video of the ball gags like okay here's a hint maybe <laughs> what or, I want to do or asking Comic- one thing I like to do is what kind of porn do you like to watch and mm-hmm. pulling it up when you're maybe not even having sex maybe right. you're like at dinner and it's a little spicy you like let's let right. me show you what I like or <laughs> uh-huh. whispering things in his ear like when you are in the bedroom or mm-hmm. you just trying something on him like a lot of the yeah. times men are the they started yeah you started this time that's real that's real I've done that before and I was a little nervous me to try because I was like okay I wanted to eat this guy's ass, right? right. So, but I was I'm like, I was like, ooh, I don't know. He's African. He might not like this. Right? He might bust you upside your head. I know. That's a strong man, right? So I was like, well, I'm just going to try it. So I tried it, and I noticed his body language. He's kind of lifting up a little bit. I was like, all right, we in the we clear. Did. We didn't have to talk about it. That baby wanted that spot touched. And he, he, might have, he probably felt it. scared to say that. Right, because mm-hmm. he never says it, yeah. but he starts moving. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know what time it is. Mm-hmm. I got you. Don't worry. But yeah, sometimes you just, I think you should go for things if you yes. feel too nervous to mm-hmm. actually speak up just try it right. try it slowly don't mm-hmm. be jamming nothing into nowhere <laughs> but try it slowly what are some stigmas when it comes to sex and i'm trying to think like specifically again around like black women i want right? one of the yeah. main stigmas that jumps into my mind is black women aren't nasty yes, a lot of the times yes. it's like white you could be nasty why you can you can come on whatever. their face rub it in their face pull right. their hair mess it up mm-hmm. but i i mean my sex partners would be like what they're not because right. medina is in here <laughs> and i like i think that is crazy i'm like yes we are That's we true. want the nasty That's stuff true. we want the passion to pull my mm-hmm. hair mess up my makeup right that's one of the first yeah, things that pops in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That or that we don't have that much experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, glad I got you. <laughs> <laughs> because that I, will 
that works for me. That works for me because yeah. that is a pleasant surprise every time, mm-hmm. right? I do like to surprise right. them. Mm-hmm. Right? I hate giving out my Instagram because I don't want them to know anything. <laughs> me too. Mm-hmm. I met a guy at the grocery store the other day. He was really tall, like six six, which is an what inch taller. Whole Foods, okay. right oh, across Whole from Foods the St. Regis. Okay, <laughs> and so I saw him in the store, and I was like, maybe I should try to shoot my shot. But then I was like, I'm looking crazy. Not today. <laughs> Get my groceries going home. I'm in the parking lot, and I see him, and he comes up and starts talking to me. So I was like, yes. <laughs> then he asked me for my Instagram via text when we were texting, yeah. and then he was like asking to schedule a time to talk on the phone. Mm. You're just going to have to just try and call. God, I cannot schedule it. This isn't work. We're not scheduling right. a call. You schedule um, FaceTimes with me, though. I, I just can't. Oh, no, you can right. FaceTime me You can FaceTime anytime. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I am a FaceTime person. Like yeah, and I don't care. Okay, that's like, a liberation. Crazy. <laughs> because this is, this is what I'm going to look like when I wake up with you. True, true. Okay. You know, after a while, I'm, I'm going to be looking a little crazy. I like to keep the hope alive a little bit longer. Like, oh. this is the fantasy. And then you actually see what's up. But, yeah, he asked for my Instagram. And I was like, this is the end of this then he texts me like days later his instagram i never even went to look like sir what is I, he was like are you ever gonna give me your instagram you text me that this week we met in real life and i was like no <laughs> you're trying to run through my instagram yes. as if it's a resume yes. of my life and i don't like that right because you're gonna see the clips you're yeah. gonna make some assumptions mm. that's not all that there is to me yeah. that's true that's true yeah that's true. so what does it take to date you guys then like individually or mm, can we take them serious Oh, that's a good point. Okay. What, <laughs> you see, I'm still like dating with, all right, what does it take to date if you're looking for something serious mm-hmm. okay. and then just, you know, for pleasure? I would say for serious, I am really big on adventure mm-hmm. and like guys that are good at having fun. Not like, I get it if you have the money and you're just like, what you want to do and we could do it. But no, right. like I like men that still have like a side of them that's in tune with their child side. Like yeah. everything is not so grown up and we're doing dinners all the time. Yeah. Like let's do something fun. Mm-hmm. Surprise me with something. There's this, I don't know if you guys know about it, but there's a, a rave that's been happening under 85, under the highway. Mm-hmm. It's like a big deal now. They they drop the dates on when it's going to be Ooh. and it's a rave it, under the highway. <laughs> there is a guy, like they have like artists that are now like popping up and performing and it's really cool I never heard about it and this Hmm. guy that I'm dating he finds stuff like that all the time around whatever city we're in to me that's how you get me it's like how are we gonna have fun together because yeah the sex can be good and we can be who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off ba da ba 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 having a, a nice time with it but where's the fun at mm-hmm. I, I almost have like ADD when it comes to <laughs> I need a little bit of I need some stimulation and right. we need to be laughing mm-hmm. we're having a great time at whatever we're doing mm-hmm. and so that's the type of stuff for me I love it I don't need that much adventure I'm a sleepy girl I'll be tired I'm like oh, I need a nap we've been out all day in a rave that's gonna start at like 2am no that's not gonna work um, but I like a guy Talking is really big to me. Like, I need to be able to have conversations Mm -hmm. with you about anything. I want to be able to be open and talk about each other's lives openly and not and just be able to have those long conversations like I love when I meet somebody and I've been up all night talking to them and didn't even realize the time went by and that I enjoy being around you we can do whatever I'm pretty open. Yeah, I need to really enjoy you because I'm very picky Mm -hmm. when it Mm -hmm. comes to that. A lot of people annoy me. (laughs) So it's like, mm. and you would be surprised. I mean, I don't know if you'd be surprised, but I'm always surprised at how many boring people there are in the world. Because the amount of dates that I've gone on this year alone, and I can Mm -hmm. count on one hand how many guys I was like, okay, I could, I could try this. Also, a lot of people be missing that side too, (laughs) and you don't see it till they laugh, and you'd be like, yeah, you'd be like, yeah, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't rock with that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. But what does make someone someone boring though? Because for me, I'm like, okay, this might not have been your night, or maybe, or I think if you want all the conversation to come from me, that's when I. Oh my god, I don't like that. Or I hate it. You want all the conversation to come from me? I'm Mm -hmm. asking you all the questions. You can only talk about certain things. There was one guy that I went on a date with, and I just recently ghosted him because it just wasn't even worth a conversation. But like, we would. I tried to give it a few times. Right. Every time, like, I felt like I was hosting a podcast. when I try to talk about different things yeah. other than just like I can't remember the topic we were talking about but it just wasn't we weren't getting anywhere it was very mm-hmm. surface level so then mm-hmm. I was like what was your upbringing like as a yeah. child and he was like oh, 
I don't know. Like, he couldn't even like, he didn't know so how to like navigate that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's okay mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable talking about that. You're just not the person for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that the conversation can go from maybe sex, dating, travel, right. to what our childhood was like. Mm-hmm. Another thing is you you want me to do all the talking, but on the flip side, if you're doing way too much talking, right. we are having a conversation. And it's in a conversation, yes. it's two people. Yes. You yes. don't just sit here and tell me everything, everything. about you. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to, uh, <laughs> and you're like, and actually, and I'm like, sir, I would I'm never want to be with you right. forever. This is horrible. Right. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand that. It's like, relax. Right. Calm down. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be getting to know each mm-hmm. other. Yes. Yes. And if you're answering everything like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Or what you want me to phone. do with that? Somebody who who's always on their phone. They never want to. It's like, what do you do I'm all right day? Here. What's right. your day like? Yeah. Do you just watch other people live life <laughs> and you don't? And that's why you have nothing to talk right. about. Like, what are we doing right. here? Another thing that in Atlanta that knocks men out of the the game for me is there's a lot of men that assume that we are all the same. That you could just take me out and. Sp- sp- Flash your money and your mm-hmm. dancing diamonds, mm-hmm. and you smell like baccarat, and and that's like you got that's me it. locked in. That's it. Yeah, you don't that's got me locked right. in, bro. Because now I want to try you. Now I want to like let's talk. Let's vibe. see what else yeah. you could do. That's yeah, it. do you know how to vibe with people, or you mm-hmm. just you know you don't have a personality, so you have to vibe. People. Yeah. Oh damn, that's sad. It is, and, and I think that's a lot of people's yeah. case. I've met plenty of men like that, mm-hmm. and I'll let you spend some money. I was that was gonna be my next mm-hmm. question because I feel like we're in a time now. I mean, I love I love rap music. What's going on now with with women in hip hop, especially? But I feel like a lot of the topics are around sex in exchange for money, in exchange mm-hmm. for like, listen, spend on me so you can have my time. Mm-hmm. I listen. I don't blame it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't blame it all. Let me just say that first, but. I'm like, let's say if women actually want to do that, that's part of dating for fun, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm dating with purpose, but dating for fun and dating for pleasure, sex, and also just like, let's trick on me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can you approach that if that's something that you want? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you need to avoid anything serious. You right. have to be nice to them. You're probably going to have to suffer through some boredom while mm, you're spending Probably time. you're going to have to because suffer through the, some boredom. That's all they want to do is talk about the things that they have, the money that they have what they've spent on girls previously and it's never leaves that Mm -hmm. i also think that that type of thing comes with a certain level of confidence that the woman has to have because i will say that my girlfriends that do that they're not scared to say they're ready when they go to i remember one time a man was like meet me at the mall and i was like i don't even know what to get let me look up some stuff real quick like i don't even know you because the men can also tell that oh you're not used to this Uh so you gotta be ready Mm -hmm. know what you want him to actually do when he says you want to go on a trip say where you want to go don't be like oh well where you want to he knows right. that he's gonna bamboozle you on a trip. Y'all might smash, and he's right. not gonna get you that bag. There that we you go. Want. There we go. <laughs> so I think that it comes with a certain level of confidence. Mm-hmm. I personally don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it. Right. So because yeah, sometimes you be in the relationship. I, I feel it. Like. Sometimes I watch my friends, and I'm like, How you just do this so effortlessly? Yes. Wow, I admire it. Mm-hmm. That's it's what I see either. too in certain friends too, and I'm just kind of like, one day. Probably the day is somewhat today, but uh-huh. <laughs> one day. So, it's, I mean, that's good to know. Another thing, too. So, obviously, we're talking about advice, sex, dating, all that. The show is called Monuments to Me, but I'm going to do a rapid fire, like, kind of question back and forth. We're okay. going to call it Mount Me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> really what I'm going to ask that. is, like, a couple sex or dating questions. Just want to answer it. If you have a story to share with it, feel mm-hmm. free, but it could be it could be quick. All right. So, the first thing is, what's the most reliable way for you to orgasm? Mm. Oh, my little, a little suction my, toy. Yep. Well, no, right. <laughs> he's hitting it from the back, though. That's life changing. Put, yeah. put the suction toy I'm on your clit while he's hitting it from the back. On one hand, yeah. It that's is it. a that's waterfall. It. That's mm. it. Not the- having a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest place you had sex? A sex club. <laughs> Wait, you got to explain that. <laughs> so we went together. Actually. <laughs> and I was like, I've always wanted to go. So I know a guy and he likes to go. So I was like, well, I've already had sex with him. Let's go. I don't know if I'm going to do anything, but we'll see. We did. And I was a little nervous at first because I've been before, but I only like watched. But I was like, today, I'm just going to do it. Yes. Why not? Right. I got a wax. I'm good to go. <laughs> So we ended up having sex in this room and it was like, it was a big room and there were kind of like bed things Mm -hmm. all around the corner. But then there were like two big bed things in the middle. And so that's, of course, where he wanted to go. But then afterwards, I was like, I'm glad I did it. Thank you. We'll go again. Okay. Okay. I I got a membership. Other people are the club. It's kind of like a party. You come in and... 
sex party is like a party yeah. and then you get to a certain area where you have to take your clothes off or have a towel <laughs> on and then there's some people just watching and then there are people okay. there was people oh having sex on the pool table yeah and then it was like when we get to the part where you have to take your clothes off right. and either just be naked or have a towel they have no more towels uh- they ain't had no so more towels. I was right. <laughs> right. So I was like, wow. I was scared. Okay. I was like, I'm keeping my dress on. I was like, sir, can I just hike it up a little bit and, and put the shoulders down? Right. I, I mean. took mine off. I said, you know what? I'm here. When in Rome. Yes. Love it. Okay. Okay. And then you. Where's place? So <laughs> this is so funny because I have never shared this on our show and it just dawned on me because normally I don't like to have sex outside of the bedroom. I like a bed. Okay. Okay. It's comfortable. Um, We're yeah. getting older. Yeah. There was, a, there was this, uh, this old man that I used to deal with and he invited me to the mayor's ball. Mm-hmm. Went to the mayor's ball. It was so much fun. I I had no business being there. I couldn't even afford the dress. I couldn't get no... Sh- I had to make everything work. She was there. Was there. We went to the after party that they had at the High Museum. I'm here with all these old people. I'm like, heck is shit. <laughs> we go to the bath. I go to the bathroom. When I'm about to come out, he's waiting in line to go to the bathroom. He comes in the bathroom. We did a real little quick quickie at the High Museum, bro. <laughs> Wasn't, there weren't a lot of people there because it was an after party right. but I was like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm doing this what if somebody comes in it wasn't even mm. like a private I was like what if somebody comes in <laughs> I made that man's Good life time. Yeah. <laughs> I, <made that> <laughs> I was scared <laughs> so okay it's coming multiple times back to back a myth or a fact Oh, with the right no, person? No, it's a fact. It can happen. But it is very rare. That's yeah. the thing, right? It is very yes. rare. But when you have those moments, you're dealing with somebody that really knows what they're doing. <laughs> and you are open to all the energies. Like, mm-hmm. ooh. But it is you, rare. I can count rare. on one hand how many times right. that's happened. Yeah, me too. The it's, same as like coming at the same time. Yeah, that's that very hard. Very rarely. Right. Very, very rarely. And I think that you have to be really, really comfortable mm-hmm. with yourself, right. with the other person because you have to totally let go mm-hmm. to be able to experience yeah. that. Yeah. How can you go back though? Like it's kind of like once you experience that, that, was that, it, that was very intense. <laughs> right. It was like I was tired. I had to go to sleep. Right. Like it was just a lot. I couldn't handle that in my life every day. Because <laughs> you can't do nothing the next day. No. Yeah, you are like, worn and then out. That's all that's on your mind and then that's when you start acting crazy. Right. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Biggest misconception black women make when it comes to sex. That's a no. Maybe, but then see, I don't know if this is if I'm making this up or if other people. Yeah, that people don't want their wives to be nasty. I feel oh, like yeah. black women be thinking that, and so, I'm like, see, oh, I agree. The, what is it because, called? Hold to a housewife or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like they. Oh, I don't want to do that right. because he's not gonna take me as serious. Girl, he's not taking you serious opposite. now. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what difference does it make? But Y'all, that's not true. Right, that's <laughs> not true. Just do the things that make you feel good with your partner. No, it's not that hard it could all yes. be so simple yes it really could how okay so i want the last question is open-ended but i want y'all to just tell me one of your favorite stories or letters is it ask diane that ask no. diane. indecisive diane indecisive diane does the date she spot. Gives the date. Oh, okay, ideas. Okay. you and know the one where you guys ask the question yeah we just do an advice segment yeah there we go um what was our favorite one mm-hmm. I feel like most of my favorites are, I was going to say when men write in because it's always so rare, but (laughs) the best advice letter, that's hard because we have so many. We have so many. One that I remember and I felt like it was something that needed to be said and there's a lot of people who are seeking validation Mm -hmm. through social media Mm -hmm. in their relationships. Mm -hmm. They want to be posted. Like how many Mm -hmm. times should he post me? Why doesn't my boyfriend ever post me? Because he doesn't want people to know that he's in a relationship. This specific girl. So she wrote in, she laid out what happened Mm -hmm. and how she had gone through his phone, saw the DMs that he was sending to the girls. Mm -hmm. He was giving her horrible excuses he was a j- drummer at the church. I, oh, I listened to that. Oh, I do remember that, that one. It was yes. And he was a drummer at the church. And he and posted he, his whole yeah, life right. except whole for her. Life. But he said that he wanted to be a private person. <laughs> Got the little sister on there, the babies on there, the drums. And he's he was just trying to get other yes. women. And it's like, you know, he could have posted you, right? Mm-hmm. Because the flip side is that I know men yeah. who have girlfriends or are dating someone and they can post them and it doesn't make, it a, doesn't difference. make a difference. It doesn't mean that they're not going to hit me up. Right. So stop thinking that that's what makes somebody faithful mm. or that's what proves the point that they yeah. are yeah. through your forever. Nobody cares. Right. Yeah. Nobody cares. There was another, um, now that I had time to think, you remember that one girl that wrote in and she was a bigger girl mm-hmm. and she has said that she 
was nervous to I don't know if it was like take all of her clothes over. Mm. She she said that her weight made her feel like insecure, insecure, oh. and she wasn't as sexy when she was having sex with the guy that she, her partner. Mm-hmm. And that really stuck out because I feel like a lot of the times yeah. women are so critical yes. about your body, and what women fail to realize is even if he does follow all these bad girls that right. don't look like you, mm-hmm. he's with you. There we go. Mm-hmm. And and men aren't really looking at. That when right. especially when you having sex, you're not like, like dang, <laughs> look at that roll. Look at her little right. her little scammer belly. Yeah. Type of way if you grab onto it though. <laughs> <laughs> I recently though, I have right. stopped feeling away. It's right. hard because you do, we are like, dang, I got a little scammer belly. Like, but the dude that I recently have been with, he'd be holding on to it. And I love that he's mm-hmm. okay with it. He's basically saying, Girl, ain't nobody it's, worried it's about that. He's just right. making you softer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like the girl was just so down on herself, and you're yeah. doing that to you of he's course. not thinking that yeah. yeah and then that gets in the way of you actually enjoying yourself right? yes what's your okay so we have a question that we ask everyone who you know comes on the show and it's kind of like what is your dream for black women so it's purposely open-ended mm-hmm. you know what this conversation was about but <laughs> it's open-ended so um my dream for black women is that we become more comfortable in our skin whatever that skin looks like and what you want anything that you want it's okay to want that it's your life it's not up to anybody else and so if you have been denying yourself sex or relationships or anything like that because you feel like you're not enough or you're doing too much let that go it's what you want and it's your life you only have one and you gotta live it there we go i think my dream for black woman is live a softer life sis it's okay to get a facial every week. It's okay to put money aside for things that are going to soften your life and not be so hard. You don't got to save everybody. That's not your job for real. Like, live a softer life. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. What else do you want to share with our audience? We'll just leave it open-ended. Probably more about cocktails and dirty discussions. Um, Interview personally. If you guys haven't checked us out, please do. We're on YouTube. We're on all the podcast apps. We drop new episodes every single Thursday. We are also on tour right now. So we are going to D.C. next week. It's sold out. Sorry. Um, (laughs) And then we'll be in Chicago October 16th. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. We'll be in Boston, November 4th, mm-hmm. Huntsville, Alabama, November 10th, and then December 10th, we'll be in Houston, Texas. So if you go over to our Instagram, there's a link in there because all of the tickets are available at the venue websites. And it is cocktail, C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S. Also, we will be restocking our card game very soon. Okay. We have merch. If you're interested in any of that, go to I'mCuriousToKnow.com to get it. And if you also are interested in having some better dishes, yes. some different yes. dishes, <laughs> then you can purchase my cookbook. It's called Classy Base. I have physical copies, mm-hmm. and then I have a digital download. Oh, and know? Yeah, so we have those, and it's www.classybase.com. That's K-L-A. S-S-Y-B-A-S-T-E. And if you're interested in traveling, okay. again, I'm going to tell on, you, since we was talking about men spending money, yes. y'all, this could be a flute out situation. You can bring your man. You can bring yourself alone. You can bring your girlfriend. Come have fun. It is created by black women. Yes. Shout out to Ayana and Cassandra. Paradise and Vibe is the name of the travel company. Paradiseandvibe.com to book your spot. Love it. Thank you so much for joining. I do want to know, too, just more so for me. Okay. Just moved to Atlanta. Yeah. Want to be outside, want to be like dating, see the scenes, things of that nature. What are some of the hot spots to go to meet men? Hmm. To meet men. I always say the St. Regis if you're open to all races. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of I'm bl- somewhat open. But okay, but okay. Just go because you might meet you might meet one key black lawyer right. that will just bring you around the rest of his friends. That's what I always do. <laughs> and like you let him know you're not interested, but you're just they, lawyers love being around beautiful women. Yes. And then you meet yeah. the rest of That's them. St. Regis is one. I would say mm-hmm. I like all hotel bars. If it's a nice hotel, hotel that's just bars a, a thing here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go also, uh, shout out to Cash. My friend Cash owns uh, Spice House. This, but there's two. There's Spice mm-hmm. House Buckhead. Yeah. 
That one ain't it. Mm. Spice House Midtown. Okay. It's uh, normally in Atlanta when you go places, it's all women. Yes. There be so many men in Spice. Wow. I've never, and I go by myself. Good. Every time I go, I don't right. pay a tab and I meet men. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Is it a certain day? You know how certain cities have like, okay, this is the day we're we'll be outside, outside every day yeah. of the week <laughs> in Atlanta. Because a lot of people don't even have regular jobs, you know? We'll be outside we'll be every outside. single day. <laughs> I love it. Okay, ladies. Well, thank you so much again for joining us and thank thanks y'all for, for listening us. thank you for having us Hello. now that's a wrap for our guests but not for our episode keep listening as we share our insights and all our thoughts on what we just discussed so you know what ty let's hop right into it this is mtm reflections where we debrief our segment we talk about the guests we talk about our own opinions and we talk about some facts on these topics that we know are super important to you to us and to the culture so what did i miss it sounded like an amazing conversation honestly it really was i mean granted their spirits are just so you know when you're just being free, right? And that's kind of, and it's intriguing and it's kind of enticing. And that was both Kiki and Medina Monroe. Like they literally brought it. They brought the stories. They brought the juice. They brought the energy and the fun. They brought the sex. (laughs) They brought the sex. Ooh, what did you learn? I learned one thing that I, I made sure to ask them was around like kind of dating for purpose versus dating for pleasure because oftentimes it's felt like you can have one or either. And I think for me with dating for purpose, there's still pleasure is that bare minimum that I require, but it's never like the ceiling, right? There's always more that I would want because I think with having more, it just makes sex more pleasurable anyway. But for them, what they were talking more so about that they're able to separate the two. And I think that's a huge skill set that <laughs> that I'm like, you know, maybe I got to train that muscle a bit because, you know, I'm not as equipped to separate the two, you know, when it comes to sex, dating, pleasure, all of that. It's combined. There was a word you used throughout the episode that I loved. You kept saying liberation. Mm. And when I listen to them, they are free and authentic And I love that we would bring liberation into a conversation about sex because I think so many people don't think about joy as a part of liberation or pleasure as a part of liberation. So I read this book, loved it, um, Pleasure Activism by Adrienne Marie Brown. Mm. And each chapter is someone different writing about their engagement with pleasure. And I think we're black women. You are a full human. And a part of being a full human involves joy, pleasure, and for most of us, sex. And I think it should, and we shouldn't forget any part of that equation. So I loved, I loved their conversation. They seem yeah. like amazing people. Yeah, yeah, I love that, and it, it's true because, because like, I think it is liberating to be free about that, to be open about that, because that's even though it is a part of everyone's human nature, it's ne- not necessarily a part of everyone's expression, you know, mm-hmm. outwardly at least. And so, you know, it's really it is liberating, and it's definitely liberating just to be a part of a part of the room. It kind of left me feeling a little bit more, you know how you listen to some like female rappers and then you leave feeling a little bit more like, okay, yeah, I, I, I need to be doing this. <laughs> it's, it's all, you know, it's all in my psyche anyway, but they brought, brought it more to the forefront, which I think is, um, is still unique, especially amongst black women, you know? Yeah. I think what I struggle with though, is very often these conversations are presented as such binaries. Like mm. there are people who, their world or even songs where the lyrics are all about sex, pleasure, and then there's like everybody else. You know what I mean? It's just yes, like this very yes, you're right. prude and whore. Prude or whore. Right. And I even I didn't even want to say the word whore because I don't I don't believe such a thing exists. Mm, but love it. We'll talk about that later. Like yes. no such thing. We can talk about that right now. <laughs> no such thing. It's in other words invented by patriarchy. Yes. <laughs> so I liked that they really showed a broad spectrum. Each of them had their own personal boundaries and they were honest. They were like, we present this as a comedy, but yeah, when stuff happens, it hurts. Cause I also mm-hmm. think when people think about dating for pleasure, it's as if you don't have human emotions. Right. Or like you're not there in a mm-hmm. sense. It's like, no, I'm fully present and I'm fully experiencing this and it still hurts. It's still, you know, or other times I love it. You know, mm-hmm. there's, it's still opportunity to have both or a range of emotions. Cause you're right. It's not necessarily binary in terms of who can experience this, who can say that they were still hurt by sex, even though they enjoy it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy road. So I leave almost every 
podcast recording thinking about all the things I still want to ask the person. So what are some of the things you still wish you could ask them? Yes. One thing that I was thinking a lot about is this idea of a whole phase, right? You know, oftentimes when we talk about, oh my gosh, you're feeling liberated or not, or you have the opportunity to have multiple sexual partners or not, it's usually attributed to youth, right? It's attributed to, oh, I'm in college. Of course, you're supposed to let free. This is my college days. It's not a part of me. It's just in that vacuum. Or it's my early 20s and things of that nature. But these women, what I wanted to note, too, is that they're not in their 20s. They're in their 30s. And they're still talking about sex in such a free and open and multiple partners type of way without saying it's a whole phase. And so there's no such thing as, right. a, as a whole. So <laughs> there we go. have a whole phase. There we go. But I think, you know, the idea of whole phase kind of takes me back to what you just said in terms of the idea of, like, you know what, people are when we talk about sex oftentimes is as if you're not experiencing it, you're mm-hmm. taking, taking it a step back. And so having a term such as whole phase makes it feel like this is not a part of me. This is just, this was just a moment that we mm-hmm. all as a society have decided it is okay. So if I talk about sex in terms of this phase, I'm okay to feel a little bit more liberated. And so I want to talk, I would have wanted to ask them and maybe we need a part two to ask them more about what is it about what they're doing that is different from a whole phase is possibly their form of protest against the term whole phase, you know? Yeah. I wonder if they even view their lives as a protest. Cause I, mm-hmm. when I listened to the conversation that the three of you had, they're not reacting to anybody. They're just fully in themselves, which yes. I thought was beautiful. The one thing I would have asked them is about conversations around consent. I think at Mm -hmm. some point someone said, well, you try a little bit and you see if it's okay." And I really wish in more heteronormative relationships, there is just much more consent Mm -hmm. as like explicit conversations. What do you like? Is this okay? Is this not okay? And get comfortable doing that. I think there's this idea like you're going to dip your toe in the water and see if it's okay and I'm like that is maybe not always the best approach (laughs) or that it will take you out of the mood right exactly so I wonder if how they navigate consent and how they feel about it I think there's a lot of things that yeah heterosexual couples can learn that's a great point that's a great point and it's not so it can happen during you know we talk about the fact that yeah consent can happen during sex not necessarily just a question you ask before So that would have been one of those moments for sure. Great conversations. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they were just, I'm glad they have the platform and exist because I I really do like what they're doing in the world. Yes. Yes. All right, Ty. So, you know, we end every episode with the major question. What is your dream for black women? So Ty, what's your dream this week? Uh, It's, ooh, why is it hard today? I think my dream for black women is that they do not forget that joy and pleasure are acts of liberation. Love that. Love that. I think my dream this week for black women is to just, in the words of Kiki, like, you know, in a way that she was saying, just let loose, right? And letting loose doesn't mean other people have to be involved with that, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you have to have sex with other people or multiple partners to be loose. But I liked what she was saying around just being a little bit more free and more comfortable about the idea of receiving love. And if it's not love, receiving pleasure Mm -hmm. at the very least. And so by yourself, with other people, with multiple partners or with just one. So I, I, I really enjoyed that. And I really wish that for all black women. Love that. Talk to everyone next time. Thank you for listening. Yes. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe on all things Monument to Me. And make sure to follow us on socials. We'll be talking all things, probably not all things sex, but at least all things Monument to Me. So keep up with us for sure. Thank you for tuning into Monuments to Me. A special thank you to Revolt for creating the space for Black women to have important conversations. If you like what you heard today, and we are so sure that you did, then subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend to tell a friend about your new favorite podcast. Head over to Revolt.com to stay connected to all things Monuments to Me. And follow your hosts, Ty and Akila, on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.